Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Let's dive right into today's episode. We're talking about games I've been playing and wanting to share with you because this channel is all about playful learning and the joy along the way, the joy in the journey. And so we're going to be talking about some games here. Uh, those of you that have been part of the channel know that I have and will always love board games. I just think it's a unique opportunity to bring people together in such a fun way. So without further ado, let's dive right into some of the games I've been playing and the ones I think you'd love. Right out of the gate is one that's brand spanking new, came out this year. Definitely pick up a copy. It is called Sky Team, in which it's a cooperative game. Uh, I play it with my wife. I've brought it into school. Kids like it. My wife likes it. I like it. I think it would be great to your home. It is a two-player cooperative game where you and your partner are playing pilot and co-pilot. Uh, you have to work together to try to land this plane. And in so many turns, you have to keep your plane level, lower the flaps, lower the landing gear, keep the speed just right, clear planes out of your pathway. It's so much fun. There's so much going on. You're so nervous about getting it down. It's a nail biter every time. And somehow this game is just balanced and fun and clean and smooth. And I think you're going to love it in your life. Uh, let me tell you, kind of dive into kind of one of the examples. Take the plane, keep it level. Every round, we have to play a die there and have to play a die at speed. And these are two required placements of your four die. You have two others to sort of place around where you think work needs to be done before we land this plane. But focusing on the level, keeping the plane level. Let's say I place a five there. You're not allowed to tell me about the dice you have. I just hope to gosh you have a five. Let's say the best you got is a three, so you put a three down. That means it's two speed faster going my way, which we're going to take the plane and click it two more degrees my way. If the plane's ever three degrees my way, it's an instant loss. So, man, next round, I just got to hope that you're able to pull the plane back your way. If not, we are doomed. It is a great, great, great game. So much fun. That is just kind of a light example, but the rules are easy to pick up. And the variability is super high. The game comes with like 27 airports to play. Each airport has kind of a unique feel, some unique challenges. The game comes with, I think, five or six extra modules. You can click into that, that dashboard of options. So the flaps, the speed, the, you know, keeping level. All of a sudden we played one, we had to add the fuel gauge. And so now we're also worried about keeping the fuel up because every round you're going to lose some fuel. And if obviously you run out of fuel before you get to that airport, bad news. It is a good, good game and a solid choice for you in your classroom. If you're picking up for your classroom, just realize it's about 15, 20 minutes and it's only two player, but I think it is a super fun time. Could be one that'd be great. It's definitely great in your house. So think about picking it up. It's a great coffee shop game and a good kind of evening game. Speaking of the evening game, I want to tell you about one that my wife and I have been playing for some time and we just wrapped up. It is called My City. My City is a great game. It's got kind of this Tetris vibe. You're putting these pieces down on the board. Uh, there is a double-sided board. One side you can play for the rest of your life. The other side is what's called a legacy game. And a legacy game means you're making permanent changes to the board. And so this is a one-time play. But 
to finish the legacy, you have to play 24 games. And like I said, I just finished this with my wife and her and I loved it. Um, over the course of the game, you're playing round one and each game is about 20 minutes and we play and it's like, man, that was great. It made me think and I, oh man, I was nervous about this and this placement, you know, very Tetrisy. And then we played the second round. The second round changed one rule and my mind just, the game was completely different of how I was building my city, the points I scored, how challenging it was. By challenging, I mean like strategically challenging. The rules are very low threshold. I strongly suggest you pick up, pick up my city. It is such a fun game. And like I said, over the course of the game, you're adding things to your board and all of a sudden there's different reasons why you want to go left instead of right, up instead of down, certain colors, buildings mean things like, it's so awesome. And it's 24 plays on the legacy side of the board. And this is big, right? Like, I don't know another game in my collection I've necessarily played 24 times. Uh, maybe some card games, maybe. But I don't know about a board game that I've played 24 times, which is pretty cool that I'm telling you, like, this game was worth that amount of play, and I was happy with that amount of play. The other uh, game that... I've been playing a lot and like is in my classroom, we've been playing we're doomed and in we're doomed. The storyline here is that the world is coming to an end and you and the superpowers are working together to build a rocket. And on your turn, you're collecting resources at the end of your turn. You can contribute resources into the rocket or you're collecting influence. And at the end of the game, which is only 15 minutes, whoever has the most influence gets the first seat on the rocket. The second most influence gets the second seat on the rocket. This is where the craziness begins because you're a little like, oh my gosh, am I going to get on that rocket? <laughs> so then you start collecting influence. But to build the rocket, we need 40 resources in this like shared bucket in the center to build one seat on the rocket. Then it's, I think it's 10 resources after that. So 50 would have the second seat, 60 would have the third seat. So the more I take influence, the less likely we are to get up to that 40, 50 threshold. And the less likely we are to get up to the 40, 50 threshold, people want to have the most influence. So then you start to like, start to take more. Is it, it becomes this thing where like, man, if we just all work together, uh, then, then, oh, then we haven't even talked about it. Then there's these white and black cards, these kind of event cards that happen at the end of each round. You mix up this deck. If it's a white card, it's a public thing. These are typically bad. It's like, boom, robots decided that they don't like what you're doing. They, they become sentient and they realize that you're using them. So they destroy the rocket, remove all chips. And you're like, no, now we only have seven minutes left and we have zero in the rocket. Um, then there's... The black cards, now the black cards are private. You don't share any of those with anybody until an event happens. So maybe the black card says you'll gain two influence if someone touches their cell phone. So now I'm playing the game, playing the game, but I'm also watching you guys. Like, has anybody, has anybody touched their cell phone? I don't tell you that. And then boom, when somebody does, I show the card and says, wow, Curtis, you touched your cell phone. Boom, I get two influence. All this zaniness and craziness happening around us, and it's just fun and it takes 15 minutes my kids have enjoyed it so much each player gets kind of a special power you're being you're representing all these different government types and so some make more resources some gain more influence some can steal influence uh there's a nuclear weapon that you can sort of deploy that destroys somebody and they're out of the game that could 
eliminate the player that has the most influence. So if they're not helping, you could kind of threaten that. But ultimately, you don't want to get them out from the game because you need other resources. It's just fascinating. It's a fun time. Low rule threshold, fun time, 15 minutes. Kids will like it. My last suggestion for you that I've been playing that is an oldie but a goodie, and you can still pick it up, is For Sale. This is a two-round or two-phase type card game. Phase one, you're collecting properties. So each round, four. let's say we're playing with four players, four properties come out in a public space, and we're bidding to stay in. So I'm going to pay one because I like the things that are out there. Let's say you are like, I want to save my money, and you pass. You take the lowest value property, property in the corner, it just says 1 to 30. And so you take the lowest one that's out there right now, and maybe maybe the ones that were out there were like 25, 26, 29, and 30. And I wanted to pay to stay in to get the 30, but let's say you're like, I'm fine taking the 25. So you take the 25 for free because you just passed. So let's say everybody passes. Well, then I get the 30 for the one. But if somebody paid two, then it comes to me and I can say three, right? We just keep going around and around until everybody's dropped out. And... Then uh, once we've all collected properties, we go through the whole property deck that way. It's pretty quick, probably 10 minutes on the first phase, maybe 12. Then the second phase, you deal out checks. So in a four-player game, there'd be four checks that range from zero to 15,000. Same thing. Now I look at my hand of cards this time and pull a card and put it face down. And when everybody's got their card ready, we flip it up. And the highest value card gets the highest value check and then descends from there. It is fun to try to realize like every dollar spent is a point lost, but you're trying to hope to gain more points. But when you play those points, bluffing with others, when are they going to play? Oh, the 30 power is going to win the highest check. So when is that person going to play the 30? Like, oh, maybe they're not playing this round and I should play my big. But if I play my big when they play their big and their big outdoes my big, it's a waste. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. Again, low, low rule set. And just an overall fun game that I think you should pick up uh, for your classroom or for your house. These are all great games and games that I think you and your family will enjoy. As always, I have absolutely loved connecting with you guys. I hope you take these game suggestions and pick them up for your classroom or your house. All right, everybody. Take care and play on. Play on.